Usually, if something didn't work out for one person, it's likely going to apply to many others. And of course, use your own discernment, but I just thought that it would be important for me to share these very valuable lessons with you. Welcome to Sovereign Solutions, a lifestyle podcast for your soul. I am your host, Cody Ann Smith. I'm a spiritual advisor and teacher who is passionate about helping you master your life, upgrading your energy, answering your highest calling, and leaving a legacy that powerfully impacts the world. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for your gift of presence, for spending your quality time and energy here with me today on the show. It really means the world to me and I just want to let you know that. If you have not yet followed me on Instagram or Facebook, I want to give you the opportunity to do that. I'm going to make it really easy for you. So there's some links down in the description below that you can just click on and it'll take you directly to my profile. That way we can stay connected. So lately I've had some time to reflect And I've been spending a lot of time doing this, actually, because 2020 has really brought a lot of things to the surface. I'm sure you can agree with that. There's definitely been some ups and downs. There's been some things that have been brought to the surface for me to look at, as well as everybody else, both individually and collectively. And I thought that it would be really cool for me to share some of the lessons that have been brought to the surface for me so far, because I know that when we pause and when we reflect on our lessons, that we can take those lessons and incorporate them into our future. And I know that these are just my lessons, but there's two main ways for us to learn. One way to learn is obviously through our own experiences, and those are extremely important. In fact, probably the most important. But the second way that we learn is through other people's lessons. Usually, if something didn't work out for one person, it's likely going to apply to many others. And of course, use your own discernment, but I just thought that it would be important for me to share these very valuable lessons with you. So where do we start? 2020 has been chaotic, to say the least. There's been many, many people who couldn't even go visit their family members in hospitals. There's people who couldn't even have funerals for their loved ones who had passed away during the time of lockdown and during the time of this pandemic. Some of those people could not have more than 10 people there at a time. This got me thinking. I started thinking about what I would do if I was in that situation. And it crushed me to think about how hard that would be to not be able to visit somebody that I loved? What if I never got to say the things that I really needed to say to them all because I was stuck in this illusion of permanence? It's easy to get stuck in our routines. It's easy to wake up and do the same things that we did yesterday because we think that tomorrow is always guaranteed. And then what do we do? We put what's important to us on the back burner sometimes, not consciously, not because we're trying to be mean, not because we don't care or that we're bad people or anything like that. But it happens because we get so caught up in knowing or thinking, not knowing, but thinking that tomorrow is guaranteed. And the universe had brought many opportunities for me to see, to see that I was 
stuck in this illusion of permanence. One of my brother's friend's friend actually died from a heroin overdose during this pandemic. That was a huge wake-up call because that person was here one day and gone the next, and nobody expected it. And it had me reflecting how many people wish they would have said something to him that day. How many people wish that they could have expressed how they truly felt that day. And it's always in hindsight that we tend to do these things. And then we carry around guilt and grief. And sometimes we never heal from that. So when I thought about this in relation to my own life and my own family, the biggest lesson that I realized was that I need to prioritize the people that I love the most. It's really incredible how we forget this very basic thing because we get so caught up in our day-to-day lives. And we get so caught up thinking that tomorrow's guaranteed. And so I made a commitment to myself that I would deliberately and intentionally remember to call, to text, and to ask the people I love the most how they were doing and to express my love and gratitude for them in a more consistent manner. And what happened was amazing because they also must have felt the same way because we started contacting each other a lot more and it didn't matter if we were talking about nothing because we were just so grateful or we are grateful just to hear each other's voice or just to know that the other person is there on the other end. And all these lessons, including this one, this is one of the biggest ones, is a lesson that I will take with me for the rest of my life. And if I do fall from grace and I do forget to contact them or something, I will know that the universe will always be there to highlight this lesson again. The thing about lessons is that they're typically not something new that we learn. There's stuff that we already know. It's just that we forget to see them or we just get caught up in what we're doing that we don't see them or that we're blinded to them in some way. So by reflecting on that lesson alone, more lessons emerged. And one of those was to not take things for granted, right? And not just our family members, of course, that is so, so important, but basic necessities. In 2020, When we had no toilet paper or when we had a toilet paper shortage, it was very apparent how much we've been taking that for granted. How many people were trying to go get toilet paper and they didn't have any? A lot. What about water? What about food? What about all the things that we have become accustomed to that we pay very little attention to until it's gone? I don't know about you, but I know for me, there's so many things that If I don't slow down and pause to see the gifts and all the amazing stuff that's available to me every single day, then I forget. I forget to be grateful for the little things that make the biggest impact in my life. And if we want the universe to give us more of what we like, then we have to be grateful for what we have, right? But it's true. Chaos always leads to a call to action in some way. Every time something gets shaken up, we look back and we can see what's important to us. And what's important to us is what we need to prioritize. 
something that I know is important for me that was another big lesson so far here in 2020 was to choose what I consume mentally. Our conscious minds are the gatekeeper to what we are programming our subconscious mind to. And when I get on Facebook, I can pick up the energies. We all can. But if we aren't attuned to what we're picking up as we're scrolling through our newsfeed or as we're commenting on threads is how we are feeling in that situation. And this has definitely happened to me over the past few months. I mean, off and on, of course, but it has. It's like everywhere the mainstream narrative goes, the mass majority of people go, and then Facebook's newsfeed gets flooded with all this energy, all this chaotic energy, all this fighting, all this division, all these different things. And it has affected me so much. And sometimes I didn't even notice it. I would just get more anxiety or I would feel way drained energetically. I mean, I already have adrenal fatigue to some degree, but this is just opening up the app and I would start to feel my energy draining. And it all really comes down to what I was choosing to consume mentally. One of the biggest lessons for me and maybe for you so far in 2020 is to discern what you are allowing inside of your mind because everything that we allow inside of our mind is programming us everything that's why I don't watch the news and I highly recommend that people just don't watch tv at all because we have to become sovereign we have to choose what we are going to believe we have to decide what our truth is without a bunch of distraction and chaos so That has definitely been a challenge, but I have luckily been kind of aware of that, thankfully, because the universe has put it in front of me. And when I become drained, I have to take stock of why and what's causing that. And like I said, I realized that every time I was grabbing my phone and was logging into Facebook that I was feeling immediately drained. Now, of course, there's some things we can do to make sure that doesn't happen. Like I've been recently only getting on Facebook on my laptop so that I don't get on there with my phone because my phone is always around me. And it's so easy just to push that button and get on there and get lost. Have you ever got lost on Facebook? I'm sure you have. <laughs> and if you have, then you probably know what I'm saying. You, you know, by this consuming of content that it doesn't even feel like a choice because we get so consumed in it already that we feel like it just has a hold on us. So that was definitely one of my biggest things. And if you relate with this, I think it'll help us moving forward because I can only imagine that as we approach November and even into the next year, that things are going to be trying to demand our attention. They're going to be trying to get us to consume more, which is absolutely not what we want to do if we want to step into our sovereignty. How are we supposed to listen to what our souls want if we are constantly bombarded by media and by other people's opinions and by everything that's going on in the world? Not saying not to pay attention to that. What I'm saying is to do it intentionally. And this kind of leads to the other lesson that was highlighted for me in the few past months was to remember that my sovereignty and my freedom is an inside job before it's an outside job. How many times did I feel like I was giving my power away to all the chaos? Quite a few. And I had to check myself and be like, okay, if you're feeling oppressed right now, 
oppression is the opposite of freedom, well, then how are you allowing this in your life? Because I wasn't giving myself what I needed. I wasn't creating the freedom inside of me. Instead, I was just putting my attention externally, watching what was going on on the external screen of reality instead of what was going on in the internal reality. Sovereignty and freedom comes from within first. When there's chaos going on outside, it's so much easier if we feel grounded in our power, in our inner freedom, when we approach those situations. It's so much easier to navigate life when we know that we are the ones who are self-governing, who are in charge, we are autonomous, meaning that nothing outside of us can truly affect us without our permission, right? And that's one of the biggest lessons that have been highlighted for me too, because I have also gotten pulled out of my inner focus, right? My, my inner being, literally like being, being inside of myself and pro- projecting my attention outside of me because of all the stuff going on outside. And yes, it's natural. It's going to happen. But the more that we can turn our attention and focus inside, that's when we know that we are truly only sovereign inside first and free inside first. Now, yeah, there's a million things out in the external world that we must come together and work on, right? We still live here on earth. So there's a lot of corruption in the systems at large, in the educational system, in the healthcare system, in our government systems. And a lot of people right now are fighting for freedom. And I'm so grateful for everybody who's showing up and saying, we are not going to take this. But I hope that us freedom lovers can first find the freedom within before we go out and do that. And the reason for that is because if we don't feel free within, it just becomes a projection. It becomes a projection and a projection is not powerful. A projection is weak energy. So if we want to create a change, we have to literally be the change, just like Gandhi said, right? But we do that by first realizing that our true sovereignty and freedom actually comes from within and people can't actually make us do anything. So that was a really big one for me too. It was just, I was so grateful that this was highlighted again. They say that the things that you teach are the things that you need to learn the most. And I wholeheartedly agree. I am not out here saying I'm perfect. That's the last thing you will ever see me say. But what I can say is that I recognize my own downfalls and then I change it and I do something about it. And that's all that we're really being asked to do, right? So by reflecting on these lessons and by really kind of being honest with ourselves about how things have gone and how we have participated in creating some of the pain, that's when we can fully become embodied and whole so that when there's more chaos that comes, we can be fully present because being present is so powerful. Have you ever heard that saying, be so present that nothing can hurt you? And equally, be so present that anything can hurt you? It's a paradox. But in true presence, we cannot be shaken. We can see our lessons. We can be more 
autonomous in making our decisions and self-governing in where we want our futures to go, right? So that naturally led me to the very last lesson I'm going to share with you, and that is to be adaptable. When we look at a tree, it's really grounded. Its roots are deep in that ground. But when the wind blows, it allows the wind to carry it back and forth, right? It's so grounded, but it's adaptable to change. It's adaptable to the changing of the seasons. It lets go in the fall when, things are, when those leaves are no longer serving it in the same way that we can let go of things that are no longer serving us. It sprouts new life and new growth when the time is right. And we can do that too. But we can't do that if we try to stay rigid and we don't allow ourselves to become adaptable. There is so much change that is about to take place that we can't even fathom right now. And the main thing that we can do is to learn how to dance with the chaos because we're going to have to figure it out one way or another. By creating all this resistance, we actually create blocks in our energetic system. We want to have that energetic system free-flowing, open to change, and adaptable to the changings of the seasons. So if you're interested in learning how to do some of this stuff, I do have more podcasts on similar topics. One of them that I recommend you check out if you're interested is creating energetic coherence. You can type this in in the search bar on, under the podcast tab, and it'll show you which keywords have that. So you'll be able to find the episode with ease. I'll also link it down below. So I really hope that these insights that were gifted to me can also be of service to you in some way. But now it's your turn. I want to invite you to sit down and reflect on the past eight to nine months and see for yourself what lessons have been highlighted for you and how they can help you move forward in the coming times. It's going to be crucial that we do this. So thank you very much for listening today and tuning in. I really appreciate that. If you love this podcast, please do me a huge favor and go over to iTunes and leave a five-star written review so that more people can find it and we can grow together. Other than that, have a beautiful rest of your week and I will talk to you on the next one. Bye. Are you wondering how you can step into your sovereignty, into your higher purpose and become the change that you wish to see in the world? Well, I have a map that can help you to discover your shadows and your gifts so that you can become your highest, fullest potential in this lifetime. And naturally, a side effect to this is creating a big impact in the world. If you're interested to learn more on how you can do this, message me and we will get you set up with a Gene Key reading. Have a good one. I'll talk to you soon.